This is President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Rambling About Washington. like to welcome on to the rambling about washington podcast my guy ed oliver the real ed oliver not the guy in buffalo youtube washington football team creator legend what's good man i'm good man it is game day it is friday so i mean i, I can't complain at all. i'm ready for the weekend i'm ready to get started man i'm pretty i'm hyped for this game I, I, i'm gonna be out and about so I'm, I'm gonna have to watch the recording but um uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool to hop on, hop on the, um, hop on the channel, man. Oh yeah, man. It's it's nice to be in the, you know, what I'm saying YouTube community, kicking it with all you dudes that've been putting out this content for so long. It's it's definitely a dope community that we have all these creators here, and I'm glad that now it's starting to seem like the team is starting to recognize the community that we have here. But we got a game tonight. It's preseason, but doesn't the hype and excitement just feel so real this year? Yeah, man. Hey, ESPN, they're talking about us. You know, um, Fox Sports, all the big national media guys are loving the Washington football team right now. So it, it feels different. They always hate us. And now they're picking us to win the NFC East and make the playoffs. So it, it's a different feeling this year. We actually have genuine expectations this year, and which is something I'm not used to. I think we give ourselves fake expectations all the time. Oh, this is the year. This is the year. Like we've talked ourselves into the case kingdoms of the world and the thinking that those teams could actually do something, but people are actually noticing the team we're putting together here and the respect respectability that Ron's bringing here. Preseason game. Number one, what were your, what were your quick observations from that? Uh, I love Jared Patterson. Uh, he stood out, man. He was, he was great for me. I, I really think he should make the roster. I think he's better than, uh, I mean, everybody loves Peyton Barber. I like Peyton Barber, too, but I just think Jared brings more to the table. But, I mean, I, I think we'll keep four just yeah, to keep everybody, honestly. Um, but if, if Ron was like, okay, we only got to keep three, then I would keep I would keep Jared Patterson, to be honest. Um, the quarterbacks, they all look solid. Like, nobody had a bad day. Nobody threw any picks. Um, I thought everybody looked, looked decent for what they did. I mean, they, they didn't really take too many chances downfield like Fitz. Did he took what the defense gave him? He hit he hit um McLaurin over the middle. He had a really nice touch pass to Logan. Logan. Was, yeah, that was Logan. a beautiful pass. And uh and he connected with Humphreys. Humphreys slipped on one play. Uh, I, I wanted us to go for it on that fourth and one, really. Cause we were so close. Hell but yeah, me too. It, but it is what it is. And uh Gibson looked pretty good too. Um I want to see Cam Sims get involved. I want to see Deami get involved a little bit more too. I want to, I want to see because Heineke tried to hit Deami downfield one time, but he overthrew him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to see him get get um, get a get a deep pass. We've been hearing all the hype in the preseason. I want to see my man Deami get one, get like a, a thirty yard bomb down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Diami. That's definitely the guy. Like he's probably number one on my list or one A with St. Juice as a guy I'm looking forward to tonight. Like I, I've seen him at camp. I've seen him up close at Friday Night Lights. He looks the part, man. Like unlike the Josh Dotsons of the world that we've drafted in the past, this dude creates separation. Every time he gets on the field, it really doesn't matter who you put in front of him. Dude's open. Like on that play you were just speaking of where Heineke overshot him, that was going to be a big play because he had a couple steps on the corner on that play. But moving forward to this week, 
Who do you got your eyes on for the Cincinnati game? Who do you got your like? Who are you? Who needs to show up tonight? Because I know there's some very obvious ones. Who are you looking forward to seeing tonight? Um, a lot of them, a lot of people have been giving William Jackson a hard time, man. Like you know, the whole if you listen to Ron Rivera's press conference, like they was drilling him with the zone man corner uh, uh, questions. You know, is he, is he gonna work with this zone? Did you really sign? They didn't say did you really sign him and make a mistake or whatever because he plays more man than zone. Like, is this? Some people are going as far as calling him Josh Norman. I'm like, come on, y'all, just chill out, man. He hasn't even played a real game yet. And he's playing against Terry in practice. Terry's going to get the best of you sometimes, and William Jackson's going to get the best of Terry. So um, I know I've heard some other wide receivers have got the best of William Jackson a little bit too. Um, but I think some people might be overreacting a little bit to the William Jackson stuff right now. And William Jackson has said he's chirped a little bit about the Bengals. You know, he said um, some things about their fans and talked about their past. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is true. I mean, they didn't have a pass rush. We have a pass rush. So what he said is true, but, you know, um, you know, Landon Collins has said stuff about the Giants before, so I don't want it to be another situation like that where um, a guy bashes his past team and doesn't play up to the the payroll or what we're paying him. Um, and I, I do want to see Jamin too. So I'm looking at the defense. You know, Jamin, um, it was his first game, so you know he's he's getting his feet wet. He's getting used to it. So I heard you know some people being hard on Jamin too. Oh man, it's... so you know this, this, this is his first <laughs> game. You know, you let let the guy get his feet wet. He played with the second stringers too. So he needs to get as many reps as he as he can get, man. Playing playing a middle linebacker, Mike linebacker, it's a tough position to start off with, man. So he he's got a lot on his plate. So I I want to see how he does tonight against the Bengals too. Yeah, for me, like, I, yeah, the Jamin stuff and the William Jackson stuff, it's overreaction season. You know, we're starving for some real goddamn football at this point. Uh-huh. And all we got to really talk about is the damn name change. So we're going to overreact to everything we see. Like, even myself, I had to sit back and say, all right, don't get too excited because you saw all these young quarterbacks looking okay last week, all these rookie quarterbacks. Like I had to, I had to catch myself because I was sitting back like, oh, we should have got one. But no, nah, I think Jamin's going to be good. If he can't thrive in a defense with our front and with Jack Del Rio and Ron coaching him, then that is an absolute travesty of a pick. But I'm sure that Jamin's going to be fine. I want to see St. Juice out there with the ones. This Cincinnati receiving core, they can present a problem. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Auden Tate, Tyler Boyd, and they got this kid Taylor over there second year. He's pretty good as well. They got some real weapons on that side of the ball, even though we're not going to see Burrow. I wouldn't even have let Burrow. You don't want to see Chase Young. I wouldn't even let Burrow come on the plane to this stadium after what happened last year. Hell no. Like, so we're going to be seeing who's the quarterback, Brandon Allen and Shermer and those type of Jags. And speaking of Jags, while I'm on the situation, we got two first ballot Hall of Fame Washington castaways over in Cincinnati. We got my guy, Samajay Pirine. and. The greatest tight end of all time that never existed. My guy, Thaddeus Moss. What do you feel about the reunion of those guys? I talked about that on my preview too, Samaj P. Ron at Thad Moss, man. I was hyped. I'm not gonna lie. When we when we got Thad Moss as an undrafted free agent, because in that draft, we didn't draft one tight end, like nope. at all. And I was so mad. I was like, bro, we have no tight end. We got Logan Thomas and then uh Hell Hinches, and I think Jeremy Sprinkle, who couldn't catch <laughs> the hole. So our, we had like Hell the no. work. We had the worst tight end unit in the NFL. We didn't draft one tight end. So I was like, all right, man, we got Randy Moss, son. He looked good in that national championship game. He had three touchdown catches. 
This man is about to be a steal, and then he doesn't even play a game for us. Uh, Samaje, uh, you know, that's Gruden's boy. You know, he was on the roster for a little bit, but, you know, he actually he actually fumbled the ball in um, the, the the game they just played against the Buccaneers. So uh, it will be interesting to see a homecoming with Samaje. I don't see him doing much, honestly. If we, get, if we let him get over, like, 20 yards rushing, then I'm going to be pretty upset with that. Yeah, which brings to a good point. Like, I don't really have too many concerns about the first preseason game because it is what it is, the first exhibition game of the season. But our run fits. We get gashed in the run game. Like, as good as this front and this defense is, people kind of do what they want to running the ball. Where it seems like they get four or five yards of pop on run plays versus us. I would like to see us do a little more in the run game. But what I'm looking forward to most out of the defense is our edge depth. I don't need to see Sweat and Chase Young play a preseason snap from here on out. I've seen enough already. They look the part. Get, make sure they're conditioning straight. Let them go on the field, break a sweat, and just pull them off the field. Uh, what position group are you most excited to see tonight? That's a good one. Um, I guess the easy one is, is to say wide receivers because oh, yeah. they could keep six or seven. You know, so um, Steve, you know, they just cut Calvin Harmon, which was an interesting take. You know, a lot, a lot of people were going back and forth to Calvin Harmon, you know, should he got <laughs> cut or not. But he just didn't he didn't fit right now. Come back from the ACL. And I, I'm a Calvin Harmon fan, so uh, I wasn't upset about it. But at the same time, I was like, dang, I hate to see Calvin go because he played really well back in 2019 um, when we had Dwayne Haskins and, and Case Keenum. And he played well with mediocre quarterback play. So I was like, I want to see more from Calvin. But it is what it is. Uh, for the guys that are still remaining, AGG, we'll see if he can hang on to the football tonight. If he he got to show us something, man. He got to show us something. <laughs> yeah, if he gets another opportunity. I was hyped when we got him out of liver. I was like, bro, he's a steal, like, watching his highlights in his film. But then again, it's like, okay, maybe he's playing against lesser competition. He's not really getting separation. When you watch him, it's like all his catches are him jumping over somebody. Man. And you're not going to be able to do that every time at the NFL level. You know, guys are going to be with you stride for stride every time. And um, guys can jump just as high as you almost in the NFL. So that's just the struggle for him. Uh, Steve Sims is super talented, but can he catch the football? That's the only thing. He's going to get open. He's always getting open. That's why he has all. The, that's why he has the most drops because he has the most opportunities because Hell he's yeah. always open. Mm-hmm. He's like he, he's he's one of the best route runners on the roster. Like if we want to keep yeah. one hundred, like he can he can cut. He can make guys miss all that all that kind of stuff. He's very shifty. So the talent is there, but he's got to catch the football. Um, DeAndre Carter is interesting now because he's moving up on the roster. He's been having reps with the first team. And uh, Dax Mill, see what that, see what he can do for I've been hearing good things about him too. So we got a lot of talented guys on that back end, and somebody really, really good is going to be released. And then tight end got more interesting too because Sam East can't play. So mm-hmm. how long is Sam East going to be out? You know, is he going to be on IR to start? These concussion things, you know, with Washington, we've had, you know, Jordan Reeds of the world oh and Curtis Davis. <laughs> triggered <laughs> you know, a, a concussion we're like okay yeah he might be out for a week or two next thing you know they on IR they done for the season with a concussion so what's really going to happen with Sam uh, Hemingway he looked really bad and then he was hyped terrible up. <laughs> yeah he was hyped up in preseason like he was supposed to be tight end number two so it was like okay what, what's going on with Tameric now so they just they just signed this guy named Caleb Wilson from the Eagles they claim him who was on the team back in 2019 so I, I want to see what a guy can do and uh, Logan is, of course, number one. John Bates is number two. 
So who's number? Is it Ricky Seals? Is it is it Caleb Wilson? That's what and, I'm. And, I was actually starting to lean. I was starting to lean towards Seals Jones possibly being TE two uh-huh. and Bates being TE three. But I need to see more from both of them. But I know they would probably prefer to play the guy they drafted. But I mean, Seals Jones at least has experience, and for what I saw at camp. He looked much more impressive than Hemingway, but they could all be just cut from the same cloth. But I'd like to see how they perform tonight because Cincinnati doesn't have a terrible defense. But what they do have is a great free safety and they have a good safety tandem with Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Jesse Bates might be the best. No, he is the best free safety, like natural free safety in the league right now. He's really good. I'm not sure why it's taken them so long to get him signed to a long term deal. Uh, but their cornerbacks are a little suspect. What they got Trey Waynes over there, Tony Brown, and um, who's the other corner starting opposite Trey Waynes over there? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. But we should be able to test them in the pass game tonight. How much yeah. of the starting offense do you think we should see tonight? Um, I guess this is the dress rehearsal since this is game two or the second to last games. So I'm, I'm guessing this is the dress rehearsal. Um, I'm going to say uh, Ryan... Fitzpatrick probably does the whole first quarter. And um, I'm going to say they go, they're going to do Heine, they're going to play Heineke in for the second quarter. And then Kyle Allen's got to get some clocks. So I'm going to say third quarter. And then they, Ron loves him some Steven Montez. Oh my so God. Montez no. is going to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ron better not ever make us watch a full half of Steven Montez ever again. Like I'm glad that he was able to make a couple plays, but no. <laughs> But look, look, look. the only thing I, I'm not a Montez fan either. I think he's an XFL guy or CFL or whatever league you want to call it. Yep. Um, Arena Football League. But um, he uh, he did look, he looked better on that last drive. I he will, did. I will, he put the, he put together a good drive. Now a lot of them were check downs to Lamar Miller and Jonathan Williams. I don't think he even threw a pass to a receiver on the drive. But it is mm-hmm. what it is. We've seen Carson Wentz just throw it to his running backs all the time and tight ends. So. It, it, if you can get the ball downfield, get the ball downfield. It's, a, it's been a lot better than what he did in practice, throwing interceptions left and right. Um, I don't want to see Steven Montez. I'm with you. I'd rather not see him out there. But if he is out there in that fourth quarter, uh, let's see what the young man can do. Also, for like, I feel like it's important for Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke. Some people in this world, Rivera and Scott, they love those guys. Some people in this world believe they are starting quarterbacks in this league. So they should be lighting up second and third string defenses. So mm. Kyle and Taylor better come in slinging that jump because if if this was a legitimate quarterback competition, which it doesn't seem like it is, it's definitely fits his job. I would need to see that them just lighting it up versus scout team defenses. Like I want to see Kyle Allen come in throwing it because Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke, they're the same guy to me. Like I know people, we get excited because of the playoff game, but Kyle Allen's small sample of production that we saw before he broke his leg last year. It was very similar to what we were seeing from Heineke. Kyle Allen ran the offense. The offense looked totally different. Once we got checked down Jesus and Askins off the field after that, the offense actually looked competent. So I'm excited to see the two backup quarterbacks play on top of the starting quarterbacks. And I think they'll go for about a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half tonight. Yeah, but I do. I, do um, I, I like Heineke better than Kyle. I think he's better than him. Um, I mean, there's not much of a sample size, but I think there's more upside. I do want to see more from Heineke. Um, I, I I think we just know what Kyle Allen is. I mean, he's a guy that got Ron Rivera fired, and he did play well a little bit <laughs> with the Panthers. 
but we just know what he is. And he's like, he, he had a couple of good games. The Giants game was okay. But at the same time, he coughed up the ball and put us in that bad situation. Um, but yeah, I think Heineke has some upside, man. I, I think I think the guy can play, man. I want to see more. I'm one of the I'm one of the Heineke guys. I really am. But I do realize Fitz. Is I like him too. Him. I want to. I just want to see more from Heineke. I just feel like in practice he may be terrible, but for some reason, man, he he's just an off script guy. Like when things break down, he makes some shape. That's, he just makes some shape. He makes something happen. So I I just want to see more. And he played well in the, in the preseason game too. He had a bad pass to Hemingway, but. That pass to Patterson, I, I'm intrigued by him. I want to see more. I want to see what a young man can do. He, he played his butt off in that playoff game. Hell yeah, it was electrifying. And my thing with Heineke is some guys are just gamers. Yeah. Some guys, practice doesn't do it for them. They need the bright lights and the pressure and the, the the feeling and electricity from the crowd to show out. And that's what it seems like he has. Like, I'll never forget Chase going up to him, telling him he's balling. He said, nah, that's what I do. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. We need some of that here. And it's not delusion. Like, Haskins, his problem was that he looked in the mirror and seen himself as like prime Ben Roethlisberger when in actuality he's like, uh, XFL quarterback, but we're not going to go there right now. I'm excited to see the quarterbacks play because quarterback is a position we have forever obsessed about because we've oh, yeah. never had a steady answer here. How many, how many weeks do you think there, do, do you think there'll be a quarterback change at some point during the regular season? Um, my gut tells me, yeah, I am trying to be as optimistic as I can about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, but my gut just tells me yes, just because of the last just because of his career, you know, um, and I don't want to see an injury or anything like that. Knock on wood. I mean, that 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 potentially could happen. He's been very durable, though. He's one like one of the most durable quarterbacks in the, in the NFL when he actually does oh, yeah. play a full season. Um, but yeah, I just I got a, I got a, I got a feeling that that somebody else. I, I got a feeling how he's going to play a couple games. I really do. I got a feeling he's going to come in um, by maybe maybe week eight. Maybe week eight. I got a feeling I would. I would maybe week eight or week ten. I would go as far as that because I the way I get, I got the schedule. I, I like the first two games. I got. I definitely got us beating the Giants and the Chargers right now. So Fitz should start off two and zero oh, um, right now. But I got to look at the rest. I, I can't remember the rest of the schedule off the top of my head. But I, I got to start off two and zero. Oh. So Fitz should get off to a good start. But for some reason, I just my gut feeling with, with Fitz is hard for me to say that he's going to finish a full year. It's just hard for me to say it. It should be hard for anyone to say because it's optimistic as I want to be an understanding that Fitz is in the best situation that he's been in in a long time, possibly his whole career. He doesn't play full seasons like it's a roller coaster and you know what experience you've signed up for when you put out Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I am praying we can get 17 games out of him because I think this team's peak this year is 11 win. I think they could win 10 or 11 games this year. My prediction is 11 and six. And I think we could compete and win a playoff game this year, get to the divisional round. That's something we haven't seen here since Oh five. And I'm desperate for that, but who has to have a good game tonight? I'll start. Dustin Hopkins needs to make some <laughs> kicks. He needs to, I don't know what the hell is going on. I know we're going to try to, oh, the snapper, the process and all that. Look, that sounds great, Ron, but your kicker needs to be consistent when games start or that's going to be a serious problem because we preach competition here, but the kicker is void of competition and we let our longtime long snapper out the building. Long snapper is a position we should never have to hear about. Like, the only reason we heard about Nick Sunberg is he's such a cool guy and for the charity he did, because that position 
as long as it's taken care of, you never hear that person's name. Who do you think has to show up tonight? And is one of yours, Dustin Hopkins? Oh yeah, definitely Dustin, man. Um, I, I was like, man, we should just leave him in new England after that. For sure. But you know, I, uh, Ron, Ron just loves Dustin Hopkins so much. Uh, he's been killing us since the Bengals and London game. Like he's had a track record of missing kicks. You know, you can go back to last year too, the Seahawks game where he missed an extra point. Um, the Giants game, he missed an extra point. Like all his, all his misses have come back to haunt us. And we just don't have a lot of room for missing kicks and missing extra points. Like you gotta hit, you gotta hit the 40 yard. Like there's no excuse for missing a 40 yard field goal. There's no excuse for missing a 35 yard extra point. Now I did see something on social media where he's going a lot through a lot of stuff with his family. Um, so you yeah, know, prayers up to him. I'm wishing him the best. Oh, you know, yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I understand it's a business. You know, for, unfortunately, it's just how it is. So, but if Ron needs to bring a competition tonight, if he misses another extra point, misses another kick, you you gotta bring somebody else. I don't care if it's destroying on the YouTube kicker. <laughs> that I don't care pay. if it's, uh, uh, the the lady kicker who was kicking in college. I don't care who it is. We gotta bring somebody else because we we need all the points we can get. We're gonna be playing the Chiefs and the Packers. You know, they're, they're trying to wear their freaking throwback uniforms against us, the Packers. No, they're rolling them we out. We need all the points. We need all the points against Aaron Rodgers. We cannot miss kicks against Aaron Rodgers and, and think we're going to win games against Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady this year. We got a tough schedule, so we need all the points. Uh, a kicker aside, um, I would say uh, who really needs to have a great game. That's a good question. That's a really, really good question. For me, I say AGG. AGG, oh, he has to show us that he can do more than just run around on a football field. <laughs> like he yeah. has to. Yeah, he 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 does. He does. He's he's giving me like Nikhil Harry vibes because I was watching Nikhil Harry last night. He dropped that yeah, wide man. open pass. Like <laughs> I haven't I, I mean, I haven't seen AGG just drop a wide open pass, but he's just giving me those vibes where it's like, man, you got so much talent, it's just not working out. And a guy like Nikhil Harry is probably going to be released by the Patriots by before the season starts. Josh Doxon, like you said, he, he got cut by us, first round pick. So, um, you know, I, he's a guy that definitely could get released. I would say, I would say Steve Sims too. He's got to catch the football. Like if anything comes his way, he cannot. He can't even bobble a pass. Like if he bobbles the ball like Sammy <laughs> did, like he can't even bobble a pass. Like anything, anything, anything negative from Steve Sims because he's just got such a bad reputation now. Um, Cheeseman too. Cheeseman's got to have a good night. All the little, all the kicker unit. I'll say the that too. specialists. All the specialists. Yeah, all, all the specialists. Um, I'll, I'll say Trey Appy too. I, I'm gonna throw his name in. You know, nobody talks about Trey Appy unless it's something negative. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll say Trey Appy. I'll, I'll go off the wall here and say Trey Appy cannot get burnt by. It. Let's say if he's lined up line up against Jamar Chase. Hopefully they don't do that to him. Oh please God no! But don't do that to that man. Jamar Chase or uh, Higgins or one of them boys. He, he's, he's got to have a good night. He'll probably be in with the second stringers, but he, he can't get cooked tonight because if he wants to make the wrong, they'll, they'll, that's one of the bubble guys. I'll say Tory McTire too. I, he's had a really good camp too. I want to see. Tory oh, McTire. Yeah. He's I been flashing. He's been flashing out of nowhere. And Troy Apke, man, that's an interesting story. I feel like it's because of speed alone. And just like Dustin Hopkins, he must know where the bodies are buried in Ashburg because it feels like 
he's a roster lock, which is crazy to say because he's not good at football at all. But on special teams, he should be an elite gunner. He should be out here like Matthew Slater is for the Patriots because he can get down the field. But once he gets there, uh, you know, it's a question mark once he actually gets to the returner. Someone needs to show us something in the return game. Dax Milne and DeAndre Carter, I'm interested to see them get some punt returns tonight because anything is positive to me as long as you catch the ball and go forward instead of horizontally or back. What do you feel about the returners? Uh, yeah, I meant to say earlier, Jared Patterson is going to be getting so – he got reps in practice with uh, punt returners, so I do want to see if he's going to do that in the game. Uh, they probably they probably will, and they should. I mean, Ron keeps comparing him to Darren Sproles. You know, Sproles was a hell of a uh, punt returner. So Great returner. Um, you know, that will definitely go into the comp- comparison with Darren Sproles. So I'm intrigued to see that. Dax Milne did a couple – Good things in in, in in um against the Patriots, uh, returning to football. Steve Sims he did he didn't muff the punt, and that's all I'm asking for with him. And Carter is a decent punt returner. I want to see DeAndre Carter do something in the pass game too. I want to see him get some more targets. I don't even think he was targeted um against the Patriots, but he had a return game that was terrible last year. Steve Sims had three muff punts for the longest. I say a right came in and muffed the punt. He had a um Steve Sims muffed the punt and, and Carolina took it back for a touchdown. So it just it killed us last year. Hell yeah. And my guy Jalen told me that he was able to um because my he, he grew up, he knows Jared, and he was able to oh, tell yeah. me that him and he was able to link up um Jared and Brian Mitchell so he could give him some tips and some coaching on the return game. If Jared can add returning to his arsenal, then he makes himself pretty indispensable here and a lock for the roster. So I'm definitely excited to see him go another one. He's probably one of my candidates for player of the game. Like, I don't really care about the result of a preseason game, but if you had to pick who's going to be the player of the game tonight, who would you go with? Uh, I would definitely, I think Jared can do something crazy again. I I got a weird feeling that Cam Sims is going to go off tonight. Mm. I got a feeling that Cam Sims is going to make a big catch tonight because uh, if you look at the play to to McLaurin, Cam Sims was a little bit open, like above Terry for a big. Oh yeah, running like a corner route. Yeah, like yeah. So I I feel like if 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 Ryan is looking for Cam Sims, I'm going out on a limb here with Cam. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Cam Sims has has a good game tonight. I think he's gonna be. I think they're gonna be focused on McLaurin. And Humphreys, and and I think Cam is going to have a nice catch tonight. I think he's going okay. to get a touchdown, okay. and, and I'll say sixty yards and a touchdown. All right, I like it. I like it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little bold and say the offense. They're not gonna. They may not play as long as we want them to, but Fitz is gonna lead them to two touchdown drives. So I'm gonna give Fitz two touchdown drive, two touchdowns in the first quarter and a half or so, and the starter is gonna get off the field, and we're gonna know a hundred percent sure. This is the guy that's going to be starting here because this Cincinnati defense, they can get after him. I mean, I like Sam, Sam Hubbard, Ogan Joby on the inside. They got some a couple rushers but and a good safety set, but their corners are very suspect, and we should be able to attack them down the field tonight. Yeah, and I will say runner-up is probably Gibson because they, they keep talking about how they want to get him involved with the pass game. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say runner-up is Antonio Gibson or, or my guy Jared Patterson. 
Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've loved how much we were making a concerted effort to throw Gibson the ball in the first preseason game. I'm just excited to get back to more football, man. I'm heading oh, yeah. up to FedEx tonight. Hopefully this damn rain stops and the sun comes out. I'm ready to get back to some football. And we got one more preseason game coming up next week and then two weeks off. And it's time to open up the season versus the Chargers, man. How are you feeling going into this season? Um, I'm I'm pretty confident. I, I like our chances. I think we're we're an improved team. We got a, we got better on offense and defense. We got a loaded wide receiver core. We we got better at every everything we needed to get better at. We got better at wide receivers. We had one of the wide, worst wide receiver cores in the, in the league last year. We got better at that. Uh, we got another. We got William Jackson. We drafted Jamin Davis. Uh, we got Bobby McCain now to play free safety too, just to come in with Cameron Curl and Leonard Collins. So we got we got deeper at safety. Um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a huge upgrade from the quarterback play last year. So uh, the schedule is going to be tougher and we got more nationally televised games, which I'm happy for. I'm tired of us being scared to play on Monday Night Football and, and national TV. I think we need to embrace that a little bit more and be more. We Of course, we got to play better first, but, you know, I want to be more confident and not be like, oh, man, we're playing on Monday Night Football. But, yeah, um, I'm, I like I like our chances this year. I'm, I'm a little cautiously optimistic. I hate when the media loves us. Like Rich Eisen has been hyping us oh, up. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky, he's like a black cat. Sometimes. I hate the media hype, but it is what it is. But we got a, we got a good roster. Like not even being biased. Biased. Like we got we got a good team. This is probably one of the best rosters we've had in the past 10 to 15 years. With oh, Chase yeah. Young. We haven't even really talked about Chase Young that much. Oh my like, god. I mean him and Montez. Like they they they're gonna take over some games. They're gonna take some games over. Oh, and man, I and I, we didn't even talk about John Allen and Ron Payne. Like the the D line, they, they're gonna dominate some teams. It's such a formidable group. It's almost like I don't need to mention them in a preseason game because I don't yeah, need no. to see them. We know right. exactly that they are exactly as advertised. We don't even need right. to talk about it. I don't need to see them tonight. Let them go break a sweat and put some street clothes on. But we're going to close it out like this. This is what I'm asking everybody as I close the show. As we get the 2022 week one, the Washington blanks. We'll be opening the season with who's starting at quarterback. I want a name prediction, not preference, mm-hmm. prediction, and who's starting at quarterback for us week one, 2022. Uh, I would love for it to be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. I would love for that to happen. <laughs> but that's, that's, just, that's just me being optimistic. But to be realistic, um, I'm going to say um, who, who's some of the guys? It's, it's, uh, Rattler. Ritter and Willis, Malik Willis, and who, who else? Sam Howell, Howell. Sam Howell um, Spencer Rattler, Keaton Rattler. Slovis, uh, Matt Corral. Like, there's a lot of guys. Uh-oh. I'm going to say Howell. I'm going to say Howell. Deami Brown and Sam Howell. That, that, that's a good little connection right there. They both went to North Carolina. That makes sense right there. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say <laughs> That'd be I nice. <laughs> we 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 gonna be making a monumental trade up because I think um, Rattler and Howell are gonna be going in the top three of the draft next year. People, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak Aaron Rodgers into existence. I'm, I, I, I like how it happens, but you know, what? I'm gonna just speak it into existence right. You now. know, I like that energy, man. That's Levar Ball energy right there. We that's need right. that. Yes, shit. We Big need that. Shit. Oh, man. Shout out to the balls, man. Hopefully Angelo can stay on the squad. But, man, I appreciate you for coming on with me today, man. This was dope. We definitely got to do this a bunch more during the season, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I, I want to see y'all uh, election sliding with, with Jason right again. <laughs> Dubs, man. I, I want to see it.
Hell yeah, it should be a party out here. Oh, and congratulations on being one of the hosts of the Locked On Wizards podcast. You can go ahead and plug that, plug your channel and everything before you go, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you guys can um, watch me on YouTube as uh, Ed Oliver, watch the football team. You can just type that in or Ed Oliver uh, Wizards, you know, Ed Oliver from the Bills. You know, we compete with with Google for real because he stole my name. So if you type in Ed <laughs> Oliver, it probably will pop up as the Bills guy. But if you type me in, with Washington football team of Wizards, that's where you find me on YouTube. Twitter is EB Teacher Below FLA Double T. You can follow me on Twitter, always tweeting about the Wizards and football team. And then um, make sure if you are a Wizards fan, um, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Wizards. I am a host on Locked On Wizards, so we do. Um, I, I'm on there three days a week right now for the off season. And then the, when the season comes back, I'm on there. I'm on there five days a week. So check out if you're a big Wizards fan. And um, thank you for having me on, man. Oh, yeah, no problem. Anytime, man. And as you can tell from his Twitter handle, he's definitely DMV. Too flat? That's definitely DMV right there. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're one of the few people that understand what it is. Yeah, (laughs) people probably like, what is that going on? Come on, man. My whole family from D.C. I'm from Northern Virginia, man. I know what it's about out here. But that's going to do for today's episode of the Rambling About Washington podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rambling with Rio Robinson. Click the bell for notifications every time I post. And check out Rambling About Washington on all digital streaming platforms. And Until next time, hail to the nameless football team. Deuces. Peace.